Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. In today's episode, Michelle and I talk about the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's with our very special guest, Janet Sykes. Janet has been a registered nurse for many years and has a strong background in both nursing management and nurse education. She has always had a great passion and interest in working with people with dementia. She is also one of the most warm and compassionate people I know, so we're thrilled to be chatting with her today. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Janet. It's great to have you here. Uh, Let's dive straight into this topic. Janet, what is the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's? Sometimes they are used interchangeably, but the truth is dementia is describing a set of symptoms and Alzheimer's is one of those dementias. So if we look at it like dementia is the umbrella term Mm -hmm. and then under that umbrella term we have a whole lot of different types of dementia and Alzheimer's is one of them. I think the reason it gets confused is because out of all the dementias, Alzheimer's is the most common with about 60 to 80% of people with dementia have Alzheimer's. Oh, Okay. It's certainly a question that I get asked quite a bit, Janet, so I think um, people out there are certainly keen to know more about that. And I know a lot of seniors worry about it being inevitable that they will get dementia or Alzheimer's, my mum included, are either a natural part of ageing? Thankfully, no. I mean, we make jokes all the time, don't we, about Alzheimer's disease? Mm -hmm. And my children constantly question me on whether I've worked with people with dementia for so long that perhaps... It's rubbing off. Yes, I've I've got it somehow. (laughs) How rude, Janet. I know. know. (laughs) But that's that's not the truth. Mm. Look, age, increasing in age, getting older Mm. is a risk. Yes. But it is definitely not a normal part of ageing. Which is great to know. But certainly I think I have read that over 85, there's a greater prevalence. Absolutely. That, yeah. Okay, well, that, that's great to know. And so, Janet, what are some of the first symptoms we could be looking out for? Should someone out there be thinking, oh, I don't know if my spouse or perhaps myself might be getting dementia? It's interesting because I, I get asked this question because at the moment I'm uh, managing an aged care facility. And so sometimes you'll have the relatives of the loved one that's in the facility come in and they'll say, look, I think I'm getting dementia myself. Mm. I, you know, I'm getting really forgetful. Mm. And I think sometimes we we make light of dementia yeah. or even mm. Alzheimer's or old-timers, as it's mm. sometimes referred to, mm. by thinking that it is just memory loss. But if that were the case, I would have been diagnosed mm. with it a long, long time ago. So there's a number of things. And you really need to have more than just one of those symptoms. So it's... Definitely things like memory loss, um, personality changes you might see. You might see people just struggling to find words, uh, having difficulty with their concentration, or perhaps they are, um, they are just finding it hard to sequence um, particular tasks the way that they used to. Any, any number of those things you might be seeing, or they're getting lost forgetting where they've put things. So then they'll often, as they're trying to explain it, they'll think that somebody's stolen those things because they're just looking for a reason why it's there. But you don't just jump on one symptom. You'd have to see two or three of these things. And when you know the person, you know what they're like normally. So you would be the very first one to pick up on any changes like that. Yeah, and I think that's important what you said. It's got to be a couple of those symptoms. That's right. Because I know we've all had that sort of thing happen where, you know, sometimes I get up, I'm on a mission, I walk to the photocopier, someone interrupts me and then I'm like, what the heck was I going to get again? That's right. I went to the shops the other day and completely lost my car. 
And oh. it's not the first time I've done it. <laughs> or, forgetting, or forgetting names. I've forgotten yes. the name of a really close friend and just thought, oh, I hope somebody mentions them by name because it's just gone out of my head now. Yes. But you've got to have a couple of those symptoms yeah, to start to get worried. Probably more than a couple because if, if I was honest and I looked at the list, mm. I probably have more than a couple. Yeah. <laughs> probably had them. I was born with more than a couple. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, it's really a case of just knowing something's not right. You've worked hard all your life. Don't lift a finger. Let us do it for you. Go to Anglican Care to discover how our home carers can help. And so, Janet, if a spouse listening is worried about their husband or wife or perhaps their mum or dad um, and they feel like they have got a few of the symptoms you've just spoken about... Who do they turn to and what is the process of being diagnosed? The first port of call would be the the GP Um, because you can go and talk to the GP about your concerns and they can run a number of tests. They can't uh, categorically say, yes, this is dementia. There's a number of things they'll do. They'll do do memory tests. They might do an MRI. They might get you to um, just go through some of the symptoms um, and they'll make a determination from that. They might then refer you on to a geriatrician, but usually the doctor with MRI and a number of those other things can make that diagnosis. And so, Janet, an MRI can pick that up because it can see changes in the brain. That's is right. That right. That's, That's right. Really fascinating. Yes, isn't it? Uh, particularly with Alzheimer's, because in Alzheimer's, um, it's like the brain shrinks. Okay. Um, and that, that is the most common dementia. Mm. So the brain shrinks and it pulls it in. These tangles that occur because of these protein deposits, and it pulls the brain in, and you can spot it on an MRI. You can see the gaps. Mm. You can, mm. and those gaps mean that the brain is affected. Because if mm. you look at it, dementia is simply the brain failing. Yeah, the brain's okay. failing. It's it's mm. it's starting to die. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's all fascinating. Um, Janet, if we just talk about medication for a moment, are there medications that can slow down the progression of, say, Alzheimer's, or do they just um, lessen the symptoms? There, are, look, they've done lots of research, and there are medications that definitely can help in the early stages of um, dementia, in particularly Alzheimer's, in things like. Um, What it does is it slows down the breakdown of an enzyme which causes the neurons to die off. We we won't get into that, probably because I don't know enough about it. Sounds very complicated. It does. (laughs) um, And so it can certainly slow it down and it can help with those symptoms. So it can help with memory loss, it can help with confusion, but it's not going to stop the progression of the disease. So, Jana, on a lot of um, social media pages I follow and things like that, they are often talking about research around dementia and Alzheimer's. Do you think that we would see a cure or something that stops it in our lifetime? Do you think that's possible? It's a difficult one, isn't it? I think yeah. I think I think we'll see vast inroads into it, and perhaps mm. for some of the younger onset dementias. Yeah. But sometimes I think when it's you know dementia is. As I said before, the risk factor is age Mm -hmm. and when do we let our body just get old, you know, and and parts of our bodies are going to get older Mm -hmm. at certain Mm -hmm. times. So while I think that we'll make inroads and certainly for younger onset or maybe in the early stages, I really truly believe that we can see this thing halted. I want to because I've got friends with husbands who are young. Mm. who have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And it's certainly a pretty heartbreaking thing oh, to go through absolutely. with your spouse or your parents. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay, so Janet, what would your three top tips be for those people out there who might be a carer of someone living with dementia? Because as we know, it is a pretty difficult time. Absolutely. Well, as I said before we started the podcast, I failed my first test of dementia by leaving my notes back at work. (laughs) However, the three things that I would say, and I'm pretty sure I can remember these, is that uh, the first one is educate yourself. I always think that to stop being afraid of something, particularly an illness or, or, and, and dementia is, is, is that, to learn as much about it as you can. And can we use good old Google for oh, that, Janet? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it's not going to scare good us. To know. There's some great sites <laughs> okay. on, on Google for Well, it. Dementia Australia, for instance, absolutely. is a fantastic site. They've got some site. wonderful resources. Yeah, agree. So really find out as much as you can about it. I think the next thing is be realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes we expect too much. If you're caring for someone with dementia, you can expect too much of yourself. You expect to see these wonderful improvements, you know, well, I'm putting these strategies in place, I'm doing the very best, I've researched. But the reality is it's the brain failing and getting old and so we need to be realistic about it. We need to realise that it's a case of moment by moment, you know, and just uh, making the most of those moments that are a success mm. and, and focusing on them and not the times where it looks and we think, oh, well, you know, I lost my cool there or... I thought that they could do that yesterday and they couldn't and just to have very realistic expectations. It's great advice. It is. Are you ready to downsize your home? You're done with the endless maintenance and mowing the lawn? With Anglican Care's Retirement Villages, you can relax and live amongst friends carefree. Discover how at anglicancare.com.au. Do you think as a society it's about normalising it as well because we tend to sort of, oh, put it in a corner, but I'm just remembering that show Mother and Son that was on many years ago and it was really brought it into into our culture and normalised it and made it seem okay, I guess, that we disclose that we've got a spouse with a dementia and things like that. That's right, absolutely, I think so. Uh, You know, it's... uh, It's a a hidden thing, isn't it? It's one of those Mm. things where the person can look very fit physically and, you know, uh, and especially in the early stages, some of the the, um, early symptoms can actually cause families to have arguments Mm. because it is things like, especially when it's personality change Mm. or they're saying things and you think, gee, that's out of character, you know, and you get annoyed and then you look back and you think, oh, well, but that's what we were seeing, the very early stages of dementia. And I think if it's not something like a broken arm, yeah. which you can see and very easily sim- sympathise with, it can be really hard to, to come to terms with something you can't see. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay, well, that was all very interesting and great advice, Janet. Tell your friends about Let's Talk Seniors by Anglican Care. They want to be hip too. We want to thank you very much for coming along and being our special guest today. Now, just as a little fun thing at the end of our podcast, in line with our ethos of being all about healthy wellbeing and ageing for seniors, we've got a little lucky dip here that we'd like you to dive into and take a gift home. Okay. But you've got to share with us what you grab out of the box. Rightio. No hints as to which one I should grab? No. <laughs> Well, it feels substantial. I know, and it sounds like you're unwrapping something really fabulous there. It does. What is it? 
Ah, it's all about stimulating the brain and that creativity, Janet. Yes, but you've just um, you've brought a, a hurt, you know, because I have a sister who's an artist and constant, <laughs> consequent continually feel inadequate with her. Oopsie. And you have given me <laughs> paint acrylic set. paint and a paint set just to rub it in. But, no, I appreciate that. Oh, thank I you I won't again, let anyone Janet. see what I paint that. Thank you. At our next podcast, we look forward to chatting to Jane Meldrum, who's going to talk to us about making changes to your home to help someone living with dementia. Enjoy a bit of toe tapping? What about some finger tapping? Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. 